welcome to Is This Anime. I am your quote-unquote anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And joining us once again is Rachel Ondang. Rachel, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Rachel, once again, you have made a pick. Uh, we are covering My Home Hero, which uh, when you first uh, said that, I dyslexically read it as My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did the same thing to you. It's, uh, it's an interesting title, but I've been so excited. I've been waiting for this one to come out. Okay, so it sounds like you've read the manga too then. I have not, but I've seen like the, I always have like uh, the trailers. So I see them like in the, just the raw Japanese and just to see what's coming out, what's going to be new. And so I've been kind of intrigued by the trailer to watch it. Awesome. Uh, so we'll do a brief history segment. I tried to find interviews with the writer of this manga. I could not, um, <laughs> but it is popular enough to get an anime adaptation. So it's written by Naoki. Uh, Yamakawa. It's illustrated by Masashi Asaki, published uh, in Weekly Young Magazine, and it ran, it's still ongoing, and it started on May 29th, 2017. There are 21 volumes, uh, so this story is quite long, actually. And I'll straight up say, do not go on the Wikipedia and look up the characters page. There are massive spoilers, which I learned the hard way. I was like, okay, it's just going to give me, you know, the, the little intro summary. I was looking for character names, and uh, Nope, there are spoilers for things that will happen seasons and seasons away, it sounds like. Yeah, I also almost got spoiled. I was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all good. Yeah, this is a fairly long running. Again, 21 volumes. I was pretty surprised. This is funny because, yeah, the other series uh, you recommended, Link Click, I also thought that was going to be like a self-contained one season thing. And uh, similarly, My Home Hero is going to be ongoing for a while, especially if this anime uh, gets a continuation or a second season. Yeah, I'm really hoping it does because I, I'm i like breathless as I watch this one. What made you uh, pick this uh, for your second Is This Anime episode, Rachel? Um, well, I've always loved like mystery and suspenseful ones. Um, there's not really many good mystery ones that I haven't seen yet. Um, so I was excited to see this one. And the fact that the main character isn't, you know, just some high schooler or that kind of thing. It's actually like the middle-aged parents, which is kind of like a viewpoint. We don't really get to see that often in anime. Yeah, especially on anime. I will say uh, art-wise, it, it, it can be a bit hard to tell the ages of the characters. I think they yeah they, they identify the, char the older characters with lines on their face. But even then, like when someone mentions a character is like 40 or something, I'm like, are they actually? Yeah, they're always kind of like a little bit younger looking. Let's get right into it. I gotta say, and I'm gonna, you know, ha if you were to have a shot every time I mention this show by the end of this episode, you're you're gonna uh, be hospitalized because <laughs> I have to say uh, my comparison to this series has to be Breaking Bad. This invokes Breaking Bad so hard. Even the IGN France review invoked it. Um, have you seen Breaking Bad, Rachel? I haven't. I'm I'm more into <gasps> the memes. I know it's on my list, but. I'm so uh, behind in what I need to watch right now. I know, but Breaking Bad was like ten years ago. I'm I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan. I've I've I'm I'm wearing a Better Call Saul T-shirt right now, actually. Um, so I'm huge into that world. Uh, I remember, like, it was, fuck, it was over ten years ago when that show ended. I remember hosting like a Breaking Bad finale party. Uh, we had like blue crystal meth uh, candy because that's a whole thing from that show, and then. <laughs> I remember just having a lot of whiskey sours after that show ended because my buddies and I, we went to the bar afterwards. Oh, and, that uh, sounds so fun. Yeah, whiskey sours. I mean, Walter White drinks at 
towards the end of the show, spoiler alert, massive spoilers, a character has a whiskey sour. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> but certainly the whole concept with Breaking Bad being centered around, you know, a middle-aged person uh, trying to take care of his family and uh, doing some not so great things at all costs and gradually and gradually becoming more and more irredeemable. Um, that definitely resembles my home hero, I feel. Definitely. So yeah, the show opens uh, on a crash involving a larger truck that's resulting in casualties. Our lead character, Tetsuo, is reading a detective novel on his phone while eating, and he meets with his daughter, Reika, who's incognito. So she's like a, a famous piano player or something, right? Um, sh- I not sure about that actually like all i know oh. is that i think she was just hiding the bruises but oh I'm, that too yeah yeah because i'm not too sure what she does besides go to college yeah i, I mean sh- we do see in a flashback of her playing piano and then tetsuo is like listening on spotify or something to uh one of her songs so i do think that like yeah she's definitely an artist of Ooh. some kind but yeah, yeah i definitely she- missed that but yeah, she takes off her mask and glasses and it's revealed that her uh, boyfriend has been abusing her. And then Tetsuo overhears men who brag about hitting Reika. And then another man grabs him, mugs him, and strips him naked. Again, the Breaking Bad references aren't going to stop anytime soon. Uh, Breaking Bad also <laughs> ends, uh, the first episode ends with Walter White uh, wearing just his underwear. Uh, in his case, it's because he's uh, cooking crystal meth and doesn't want to smell like a meth lab when he comes home certainly a uh, protagonist being stripped naked and undressed <laughs> is something these two shows already share uh, something similar in this flashback we see tetsuo watching his daughter playing piano and like i said he's listening to her music on his phone tetsuo then shows up at reika's place and hides in the closet when the same scumbag shows up tetsuo calls a scumbag whose name is nobuto via reika's phone and he murders him with a cd player yeah i is it a CD player or was it a rice cooker? It's, it was so hard to tell with like the... Oh, I think I think it might have been oh. a rice cooker. It looked like a CD player when I took my notes, but... Yeah, I, I think the first time around, I also thought it was a like a radio or something. It's a little hard to tell, but he's, he's sleeping on the floor now. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia says rice cooker, although Wikipedia also got some character names wrong, which made this very confusing when I was taking notes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little hard to tell. I wish they, they spoke of what it was, but... Yeah, uh, so yeah, pretty brutal murder. We get that about halfway drifts through the uh, first episode. And Tetsuo's wife, uh, Kaysen, this is a difference uh, between Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, uh, for much of the show, Walter White is trying to hide his crimes from his wife. In this episode, just the very first episode, Tetsuo's wife, pretty cool with the fact that Tetsuo has committed murder. Yeah, she's strangely calm about it, which is a little terrifying. Yes. Uh, yeah, and she agrees to help cover it up. And then another thug named uh, Kyochi, not Kobu. Uh, in Wikipedia, he is listed as Kobu uh, or, or Kubo so for weird. much of it. I don't know. They got the names wrong, which made my note taking very frustrating. <laughs> uh, but this other th- thug, his name is uh, Kyochi. He investigates Reika's place after uh, she and her mother leave. And he sees um, Nobotu's uh, corpse in the bathtub. So we're already uh, getting into that territory. We then get another scene with uh, the gang leader who speaks to Kubo. Kubo, who is not that other character. And he asks, Kubo, what crosses your mind whenever you kill someone? And Kubo responds. He says, it's just a job. Don't screw up and leave no witnesses. 
the uh, the gang leader whose name is uh, Matsuri, we get a fun moment where he uh, poses as different people on the phone. Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty hilarious. And again, just uh, an example of the colorful characters we meet on this show. So yeah, how did that first episode uh, stick out to you, Rachel? Um, honestly, like the very first time that I I watched it, um, I didn't realize that I had actually like I I had food with me and I didn't realize I stopped eating because I was just so like into like what's gonna happen next. And um, it almost feels like every episode is kind of like most of a movie. Like there's so much packed into kind of each episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, similarly to Link, like this was a show where I had to watch it effectively twice to take notes and make sure I was getting details correctly. Because again, there's things you find out in later episodes that w- make more sense when you rewatch the show, if you know what I mean. Certainly Matsuri's uh, connection to Nobuto, that's one where I'm like, okay, well, this makes a lot more sense uh, in episode one now. So yeah, uh, Kyochi, he encounters Tetsuo, who has disguised himself as a house cleaner. Kyochi tries uh, calling Nobuto, but can't. Uh, you know, a good old-fashioned disguise. I love that stuff. It's very handy in the last minute. Very handy. Uh, good acting skills on Tetsuo's part. And I guess we kind of know where he, he got his acting skills later on, uh, given his uh, participation in his school's drama club. Mm-hmm. Tetsuo's plan, again, I'm going to mention Breaking Bad again. Yeah, to dispose of Nobuto's uh, corpse, he says, I'm turning the bathtub into a pot and cooking the body inside of it. You know, when you cook, you know, when you cook meat, it gradually gets smaller as the water evaporates. Same thing with a body Uh, in Breaking Bad. This also happens in the second episode where Walter White, uh, he has to dispose of a corpse uh, and he tells his uh, assistant, Jesse Pinkman, uh, to put the body in, not into a bucket, but into a, no, uh, not into a bathtub, but into a bucket. And uh, Jesse, being the lazy guy he is, and he doesn't want to uh, cut up the body, he instead just puts the body into a bathtub. But then they they pour acid into the bathtub, which uh, then results in the uh, the body uh, falling through the ceiling. Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, that's the that's the point in Breaking Bad where I'm like, oh yeah, the show goes hard. So at least. Uh, Tetsuo's uh, bathroom uh, body plan works a lot better than Walter White's. But yeah. Yeah, a little more planned out. A little more planned out, uh, is much more successful, leaves much less of a mess. And then, yeah, Kaysen, when uh, Tetsuo is telling her this plot, she says, are you sure this isn't the first murder you've done? Yeah, because it was almost too perfect so far. Yeah, and Tetsuo insists he's learned it all from the mystery novels he's read. Um, Rachel, you also love your mysteries. Uh, what, what sort of knowledge have you gleaned from those? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is um, be fearful of the people who could lose everything and have nothing to lose. That is um, very good advice. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shingo, he's another member of the gang. He poses a, as a real estate agent to distract Tetsuo while Kiyochi investigates their house. Tetsuo's wife tells him she's in this together with him. And Tetsuo cries as he knows where this road leads him. Uh, foreshadowing, uh, <laughs> I, again, I have not uh, gone past episode nine. But, you know, you can kind of tell with these stories that uh, bad things are probably going to continue to happen and get uh, exceedingly worse. Yeah, absolutely. It's there's always like a new twist each time. 
And then, yeah, this episode ends with Kaysen kidnapped by the thugs and Tetsuo is grabbed. So pretty solid cliffhanger for episode two. So th- this part confused me, Rachel. Um, what's the uh, we see like a flashback, I guess. It's a flashback of Tetsuo hanging with a buddy. Uh, what's that in relation to? Oh, hanging with the buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the buddy with like all the toys and it's like buddy wants to grab a drink with him. Oh, okay. So um, our main character, Tetsuo, is kind of like a manager salesperson for like a toy company. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like his place of work. And that's, I guess, the manager of the toy company that wants to, to get a drink with him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because again, I, w- I was trying to figure out where that uh, takes place in time, given the fact that Tetsuo is uh, being grabbed by thugs in this episode. Yeah. I actually had to wait till the, uh, the second kind of round of watching it that i finally understood what that was all about so what was it all about just for me and the listener yeah it's it was just his place of work so he just kind of checked in to show that he was actually going to work um okay throughout the episodes like he was staying away from work for quite some time so i think he was just trying to show his face to kind of like um prove that he he is going to work he's a normal civilian definitely not a murderer uh gotta get that alibi down of course yeah. <laughs> All right. So Tetsuo, he's being beaten by uh, Kyochi and he's interrogated about the validity of the stalker theory he <laughs> and Kaysen have concocted. During a phone call with Mitsuri, we see Mitsuri looking at a photo with him, a child and a woman whose face has been scribbled out of the picture. Uh, we thankfully get an answer about this uh, little scene uh, a few episodes later. But certainly gives us hints as t- uh, towards uh, Mitsuri's past and why he is the way he is. Kyochi is like borderline, like the third lead character in these episodes, I find. Um, he is awesome. Like the way they, they handled this character was really good. Exactly. Um, which episode have you watched up to anyways? Have you watched um, up-, up to episode nine as well? OK, yeah, that was uh, definitely a cliffhanger with uh, Kyochi's fate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched that one like literally like uh, two hours ago and I was like, OK, um, it's really good. <laughs> very good. That's the thing about this show. I wish we could have even covered up to episode nine. But again, we we have uh, time constraints and stuff. But yeah, certainly watch the show up to episode nine, dear listener. And, you know, there will be an episode 10, 11. I'm assuming it's a 13 episode run. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm, I was going to assume like either like 11 or 12, but if it's 13, I'm not going to be upset. I would abso- love more of those. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, they get Tetsuo on a plank and Tetsuo feels like he's on a tall building and his face is completely covered. Pretty damn freaky. Uh, Kyochi kicks him off the plank, but his foot was held by a rope. And it turns out he wasn't actually on a tall building. He was just in like a warehouse, you know, he. I mean, maybe he could have broken his neck uh, if he hit the floor the wrong way, but he also probably could have been fine. That's true. Uh, I mean, free bungee jumping. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, in this episode, we have um, Tetsuo and his wife. They're both being interrogated. And the kind of goal of Kyochi and his men is to get their story straight. So, you know, their assumption is that if uh, Tetsuo and Kaysen have different stories, then you can tell their line. Thankfully, Tetsuo made a list of possible questions and answers so that they have their story straight. Tetsuo is, again, always prepared in these scenarios. Yeah, he's always like a couple steps ahead. 
yeah, and again, this is real Walter White shit. Uh, the fact that Tetsuo also wears a similar hat that Walter White wears uh, when he takes on the Heisenberg persona. Again, th- this show, it is very hard to separate this show from Breaking Bad for me, and I think anyone else who has seen that show. Um, but that's not a bad thing. Anime Breaking Bad is not a bad uh, selling point. <laughs> um, so what was it? Uh, Kaysen, she says, the first time I noticed a stalker was last year. I didn't say anything to my daughter because she was stressed out. She was studying for college exams at the time. We hired a PI named Suzuki. Uh, and Suzuki is also the name that uh, Tetsuo goes by when he's the house cleaner, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So again, they're always getting their story straight. Uh, they're very prepared that way. Uh, episode four, uh, Kiyochi agrees to work with Tetsuo, but he copies all the contacts in his phone as insurance. Plus, he threatens to murder him if things go south. We also get a scene where Tetsuo describes his three options. Option one, while concealing any involvement in the crime, he gathers evidence and reports it to the police. Option two, frame someone else for the murder. All he'd have to do is plant Nobuto's bones in someone's home. And option three, fabricate evidence that Nobuto is still alive, which is the story they're going to go with in this episode. Yes. That's something else, convincing people that a dead man is still alive. Yeah, I I was interested with kind of what option he was going to pick. I didn't think he was going to pick that one first. Yeah, I mean, I can understand him not doing option two quite yet. Uh, the show has to build up for uh, Tetsuo to become a monster. They're going with the uh, the more complicated option for now, which is always fun. Definitely. We get a really fun scene. Well, fun and also gross in a lot of ways uh, where Tetsuo meets with uh, Nobuto's girlfriend, who is uh, not the nicest person. <laughs> uh yeah nobuto's girlfriend shit talks reika she says reika never even had seen porn before needy girlfriends are the worst (laughs) yeah it's like meanwhile she's getting cheated on like constantly poor girl yeah i mean you know there are definitely uh people like that in the criminal underworld who who know their their uh significant others are up to no good but they enjoy uh the other perks that come from that and uh Nobuto's girlfriend is definitely one of those type of people. But again, she's saying this to the father of Reika. So, you know, uh, Tetsuo, of course, gets pretty upset by this. Oh, yeah. I love the uh, I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Oh, wait, I already did. It's yeah. so good. That's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, we learn from uh, her that Nobuto went ahead of the organization and had robbed an armored truck and made off with all the cash. Again, Nobuto, kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely a scumbag. At some point, he probably was going to be killed no matter what. Uh, he had pissed off another, enough people that he was probably never going to live a long life. Uh, so during this whole thing, too, um, Kiyochi is recording uh, Tetsuo on his phone. And then Tetsuo, of course, has already figured this out. Tetsuo, again, he's always planning, you know, 10 steps ahead. So he knows that anything he says is probably going to be used against him sooner or later. While he's in the car with uh, Kiyochi, he just straight up tells him that he knew he was bugging his phone. And uh, Kiyoshi also says he figured out Tetsuo killed Nobuto. And that that was actually the whole reason he teamed up with him. Kiyoshi, again, interesting character. We're not sure what his allegiances are. He definitely same, should have been a detective. He, Yeah, he probably should not have worked for a criminal organization because, uh, again, I'm not sure this character is making it out alive. Again, I don't know for sure, uh, having not watched the rest of the show. Things are not looking up for Kiyochi. 
Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him. I, I started to like him as a character once I found out kind of more about his backstory. And yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen to him. He definitely seems like the least worst of uh, this organization, which always uh, puts a death flag on characters like that. Yeah, unfortunately. So the episode ends uh, with Kyochi getting shot because in this episode, they've basically been tipped off about a pre-planned uh, robbery. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to intercept a transaction between two other gangs. Um, and then, yeah, Kyochi realizes they're doomed and he tries to drive off, but he's shot and wounded as they try to escape. <laughs> Things not going well for this dude. And then, yeah, Kubo, who's the leader of the gang, uh, tortures him. That's Kubo who's doing that, right? The, the white haired dude. Yeah, so Kubo's kind of like the lieutenant, and yeah. um, he was getting out the bullet, and then, of course, unfortunately, uh, they're going to staple him shut. Yeah, very painful process. It, it, it seems uh, less like they're doing Kyochi a favor by removing the bullet and more just finding a fun way to torture him. Uh, yeah, especially because he's taking a little too long to find Nobuto. Kubo, he gets Tetsuo to film a video where he confesses to killing one of the gang members, and then here we had a flashback to 21 years ago where Kaysen and Tetsuo and their friend Tabata are in the school drama club. And this scene was absolutely delightful. Yeah, it was super fun. Uh, Tetsuo is the scriptwriter, of course. And uh, Tamata, their friend, is their actor. Uh, Tamata is continually getting rejection letters. And, you know, uh, I relate too much to uh, Tamata for sure. Oh, um, no, no, I don't see that. I, I think any actor can relate to it. You know, it's always, you know, nine, you'll, uh, what is it? Uh, nine out of 10 rejection. Don't even get me started here. Uh, but, you it's know, waiting um, for the right opportunity, always waiting for the right opportunity. Uh, and just like uh, Tamada, because, you know, he is still doing well in the present, as uh, we learn. <laughs> he's getting rejection letters and then he's called by Kaysen in the present for an acting job. And he's pretty excited about this, except. It's an acting job where his face will not be seen, and he just has to wear uh, Nobuto's clothes. Yeah, no lines to you, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd be pretty disappointed if I was him, too. Uh, um, he also insists on using a drone shot because I guess he's just an artiste that way. Yeah, that's know. correct. He he really <laughs> wanted to, like, I guess, show off his skills if he hadn't had the opportunity. And he also wants to charge them 200,000 yen for the footage, uh, which is a pretty hard bargain. Uh, given the fact that this footage is like less than a minute long. Yeah, and on a dash cam, so it's not even him recording it. Yeah, uh, but then Kaysen, she reminds uh, Tamada that he's actually owed them money from years back, so he's going to do this from, for free. So poor guy. But that's what you get for not paying your debts earlier. Basically. <laughs> uh, Tetsuo, he has a conversation with Matsuri at a bar. He says, uh, and Matsuri says to Tetsuo, if something happened to your child, what would you do? And he responds by saying, I'd kill them. Eliminate everything. That's the definition of happiness. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's an interesting way to put it, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe you could make your uh, life fulfilling by not uh, harming other people. But uh, I suppose that's a Mitsuri's uh, worldview. Yeah, he needs a little bit of help. He, he could use some therapy for sure. And also the whole... Uh, multiple personality thing that he seems to have going on i don't know if it's just an acting thing or or borderline schizophrenia but he's uh definitely not in the best headspace yeah it's a little hard to tell honestly i uh, i hope they do uh an episode more on him so we can kind of learn more absolutely yeah he's definitely a character where you hope they don't just like kill him off as a surprise and like uh 
I, I know plenty of shows have done that where you have a character who's intriguing and they're just like surprised they're already dead. Hopefully Mitsuri gets a lot more to do. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and yeah, Mitsuri, he described Nobuto as an out of control child whose wife left him because of that. Nobuto was never an easy one, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just a wild child and oof, that kid also needed help. So yeah, um, the end of this episode ends with Tetsuo uh, making a decision that I feel, again, I don't know what happens uh, in the rest of the show, but he does something where I feel that's going to have really bad consequences where he identifies himself as Tabata. Yeah, as his friend, and it's, I'm not sure how that's going to go. I know Matori seemed like he knew it was a lie, but I don't know. I've seen enough shows where characters uh, implicate them or, you know, identify them as someone else, and it usually goes bad for the character they identify as. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's okay, but we'll see. We'll see. Episode six, which is the last one we're covering. Um, So this whole thing with uh, Mitsuri is because Tetsuo has been trying to get the password uh, to Nobuto's, uh, is it his phone or something else? Um, I think it's the phone. Yeah, they're trying to unlock his phone. Uh, oh yeah, for the, um, personal account, I think. Oh yeah, so, so this whole video project is because they need to post a video of Nobuto using his phone, using his, like, social media to prove that he's alive, basically. But just in hiding. Um, and the password we discover is Captain. And then uh, we get a conversation with um, Kobu and Matsuri, where Kobu tells Matsuri, he says, you know, at first I thought you were some kind of eccentric, but you're actually a genius. Which, yeah, that definitely is uh, the line that uh, Matsuri toes. Insanity <laughs> uh, and genius for sure. Yeah, that definitely fits him. Unfortunately, uh, Kiyochi's gang suspects the video is fake, as uh, <laughs> uh, Tabata didn't do the best acting job. He doesn't... Uh, do uh, Nobuto's uh, gate uh, properly. Yeah, it's like one of the first like things. Um, it's like act as the character, what they would do. Tabata, poor guy, you know, maybe that's why he uh, didn't become a famous actor. <laughs> he couldn't even get that right. It was just one job. This episode, the second half of this episode is hilarious uh, because Kiyochi comes over uh, to have coffee and uh, Kaysen has spiked the coffee with laxatives. Um, yep. Which is which is funny enough. And Tetsuo tells her this. He's like, oh, my God, you know, how would you know uh, which cup uh, Kyochi would pick? And Kaysen responds by saying, well, I didn't know. So I just had to spike uh, the entire pot. <laughs> yeah. And then they only have one bathroom. So kind of know yeah. how that's going to go. Yeah, that's brutal. Again, I've been in the, those situations where, you know, I go for a long walk. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go for, to the bathroom. And I'm like halfway through it. You know, that's the worst pain ever when you're just, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, it's uh, such a terrible feeling. Thankfully, I've always made it. Uh, I get nightmares, though, about not making it for sure. But yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, Kyochi, he's in the bathroom, uh, not having a great time. And Tetsuo has to uh, investigate the computer and do so uh, before he shits himself. Basically, yeah. And uh, I think he installed like a keylogger on the uh laptop if i'm not mistaken yeah so backyard it is i suppose <laughs> backyard it is and his daughter catches it yeah it was like horrible because he always seems to mess up in front of his kid and reka is just always there at the wrong time 
And yeah, that's uh, where we end these six episodes off on a poop joke. Uh, but that's very <laughs> fitting for this show, I feel. Yeah, this show, again, so, sorry, I'm going to get you drunker. Um, but yeah, it invokes that Breaking Bad thing of very intense moments uh, with very uh, humorous moments, which I like a lot. Yeah, a little bit of relief from the uh, suspense gives you a little time to breathe. And yeah, um, shit, we're already we're already done this batch. Fantastic. Uh, are there any other uh, details I missed that you want to jump on? Um, not really that you missed, but um, the wife, uh, Kaisen, is quite terrifying. Like how calm she is, and she's quite the actor. She sure is. Um. Again, this is where the show differs from Breaking Bad and a lot of those kind of anti-hero shows. I feel especially in that kind of um, late 2000s, early 2010s, there was always uh, kind of the wife character who would kind of be the no fun character. And, you know, you you understand the purpose of that character on the show. But I think um, in retrospect, uh, people have identified those kind of tropes as a bit sexist. Yeah, to have... um, to have Kaysen be a character who's so in on the plotting makes her, for one thing, just more endearing to the viewer. I know, again, with like Breaking Bad and other shows like that, uh, view- viewers were very vitriolic to those characters, even though those actions made sense within their character. But I guess to the viewer, they're just predisposed to hate uh, the character trying to stop all the fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand why... Uh, Viewers have frustration with that character, but there's also a purpose to that character. Those characters also create conflict, which makes the show more fun. But certainly Kaysen, uh, Kaysen taking a very different approach uh, to that is pretty awesome. Yeah, and I, I love how, um, yeah, like there's sometimes where she she will just follow what her husband kind of sends her to off to do. But she can also kind of take the lead and do things on her own to surprise him as well. Yeah, you can almost feel they're like building up to like a Lady Macbeth style character at some point uh, with the show. Yeah, like a ride or die kind of couple. Yeah. And again, uh, again, we don't know what happens past episode nine. Uh, the series, uh, just from me accidentally seeing some spoilers, does escalate. And so you can only imagine uh, how bad things are going to get and what choices these characters are going to make that lead to... <laughs> Even darker things, because shows like this do not lighten up. They generally only get worse and worse. Yeah, and it's just going down the rabbit hole and not being able to get out is quite interesting. Like, Because uh, in some mystery kind of anime, you can kind of guess what kind of area they're heading off to. But I honestly have no idea what route that this one could go. Absolutely. Yeah, the, I guess my one criticism of the show, I, sh- I should say, is that the animation is a bit stiff. Um, yeah, I do have to agree with that. Okay, I'm glad I said that because, again, I, I, you know, anytime a guest picks a show, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to be complimentary to it. But uh, and no, the show's fantastic, especially again, watching up to episode nine. I was like, okay, now I'm like ride or die into this. But the animation and the character designs, I do feel are the weaker part. The fact that it can be sometimes hard to identify which characters are which. Um, Koichi, for example, once he uh, stopped wearing his ball cap, I got confused uh, about who he was uh, when he went into. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Okay, no, I'm glad that you said that, too, because it means I'm not alone. Yeah, like when he was wearing his um, like the cap and his tracksuit, he seemed much younger. Like I wanted to say, like, maybe in his 20s. And then when we saw him in like a full suit and tie, just out of kind of nowhere, when. 
I, I don't know, like, is it his stealth outfit or I, I'm not sure why he changed to a suit all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just led to, again, when you have a show where the faces look so similar, unfortunately, wardrobe like that, such a severe wardrobe change is just going to, um, you know, kind of confuse you, especially again, I'm taking notes while watching this show. I'm scrolling back and sometimes you miss something. You're like, okay, is that the same character or what? Yeah. Cause like they, they were covering his hair and like you, it, it took me until the second kind of go around again to kind of figure out, okay, like it, it was always him. It, it took me quite a while in the first one to like, I, I thought he was a totally different guy and they, they don't always say names right away. So you're kind of left guessing who this person is. They don't, especially the fact that uh, the Wikipedia summary uh, misidentified Koichi as Kubo uh, made it extra confusing. Yeah. Wikipedia editors, get your shit together. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess this show isn't popular enough to get uh, <laughs> that uh, type of uh, good moderation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it, it, there was a there was a level of confusion. That, you know, I'm still pro Koichi, great character, but when he changed his outfit, I was like, okay, what the fuck. Um, yeah, I kind of liked him in the tracksuit, not going to lie. The tracksuit look was dope. I certainly hope he returns to it at some point, knock on wood. Uh, if he does manage to survive the series, get back in the tracksuit. Maybe wear a different tracksuit. Maybe like every episode, he's got a different colored one. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, here's another question I have. What's with like, he's, um, Tetsuo is like wearing like a plastic covering on his head. Was that ever explained? Um, so I think it has something to do with like his um, head injury. Oh, okay. Um, they, um, Kyo Ichi kind of sliced his head and like they were kicking him in and punching him. And so I think he did go to the hospital and it's kind of like just a covering to protect it from like, like while it heals. And I, I so think he was also using it as an excuse to wear the hat, which is where the phone was stitched in. Okay. I was so confused by that. I was just like, wait, you know. Yeah. It, it took me a while. I was like, why is he still wearing it? But it made yeah, it sense. Once they explained that the phone was in his hat. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and again, it that's just such a weird thing to wear. I guess it's like a. I just wasn't sure if that was a cultural thing or what. I don't know. Uh, but it threw me off. Yeah, at first it did for me too. Fantastic. Um. All right. Uh. Before we get into final thoughts, let's do our favorite segment. Cue the music. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. So for those just joining in, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character of this batch of episodes. Uh, I'll go first just to give Rachel some time. My Speedwagon is Tabata. Uh, Tabata rules. I fear for him. I hope things turn out okay for the guy, but his one episode appearance of, you know, him being a down on his luck actor. And again, uh, the fact that he was trying to gouge case into was pretty funny. I feel that character again. I don't know what happens next. But I feel that character is going to have another appearance. It's probably not going to be a positive appearance, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have to say there's, there's, there's a few characters that I, I just absolutely love one would be Kaisen. She's just so badass at times for being like a, a regular housewife. Um, but my second one would be the, the blonde computer tech guy who works in the uh, little organization. He, he just has like a, I don't give a shit kind of attitude. And um, 
I, I don't know. Like he, they seem to figure out like all the tech stuff really, really quickly. That's a very good speed wagon. That, those are the speed wagons we live for. The, the random background extras. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts on my home hero. I'll start off as someone who loves breaking bad. There you go. Take another shot. Um, someone who <laughs> loves breaking bad, uh, you know, this is exactly the type of show for me. Again, I just wish the animation had a bigger budget, but I can totally understand that, you know, when the studio is picking shows, the fact that this is a more grounded show probably let them just kind of get away with that. But it's still kind of disappointing. I think for some people too, you know, this this is a visual medium. I think for a lot of people, if a show, if the animation is a bit bland, that can make it harder for them to get into it first. You know what I mean? But that being said, once you get into it, yeah, this show is fantastic. Um, the English dub, which is what I, you and I both watched, I think, right? Yeah, I start off with sub and then I sometimes go back to watch the dub. Okay, yeah, that's I'm going to have to do that with uh, Gundam Witch from Mercury because that's a fantastic show. But again, I, w- when I watch those episodes, like when I watch some sub, I'm like, I get half of it. And then I have to like rewatch the dub later and be like, okay, that's how the story actually went. But yeah, this this show is only two weeks behind on the uh, dub, which is great. So again, you can watch up to episode nine uh, if you're watching the dub. Watch up to episode 11 if you're watching the original subtitles. But yeah, this is a fun mystery show. Again, the fact there's 21 volumes of this means this better get a second season and uh, so on. Or, you know, second core, whatever you call it. Because yeah, 21 volumes still ongoing. Yeah, I have a note. In 2021, the author said... uh, the series was reaching its climax, but again, that was two years ago and there's still uh, chapters incoming. So I guess they have figured out a way to extend it. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, I am looking forward to it. This reminds me of uh, of Ichiro Oda, who, uh, you know, the writer of One Piece, who again was like, OK, this show, this series is going to go on for about five years. And uh, <laughs> it did not. And I think uh, even five years ago, he said it's got about five years left and it definitely uh, has... <laughs> Those five years have expired and there's still far more story left in One Piece. So uh, absolutely <laughs> One Piece, which I think is going to end by 2030. But now I'm not so sure um, <laughs> as the years go by. You're like, you know, at the start of the decade, it's like, OK, yeah, definitely going to end by 2030. And then you read the current chapters and you're like, oh my God, there's still so much story left. How do they even wrap this up in seven years, for God's sakes? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, great time to be a one piece fan and also a great time to be a my home hero fan because yeah at 21 volumes you could go straight from the show to reading the manga there's an official uh translation but they're only up to volume five so uh you might have to go on the uh the uh not so savory sites uh you know no judgment if you want to see uh what happens next the show's great if you want uh it's a solid anti-hero show really curious to see how worse it gets for everyone involved yeah, I feel like the more tangled they get in the web of lies, like the harder it is and the more mistakes there's going to be and more desperation for sure. Um, Yeah, Rachel, it's your turn for final thoughts, unless you already uh, sa- said what oh. you said. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, My final thoughts. Um, I would definitely have to agree with you a little bit on the animation. Um, I can understand why they chose kind of like a more muted, um, I guess, palette of colors for the animation where it's like it's not bright and vivid it's not as animated because it's more for the i guess middle-aged parents but um definitely like 
there's a lot of times where they're just kind of sitting or standing while talking when they could be kind of doing things while, you know, kind of explaining what they're doing. Um, the flashbacks can be a little hard to tell. I, again, like you said, like they'll be doing something and then it's a sudden scene change where you're somewhere else and you can't tell if it's in the future or the past or the present sometimes. Um, but otherwise, like the story itself is really well done. I loved the characters. They they seem to have like all have like a hidden side to them as well, which I'm very interested to learn more about, like, you know, Reka even or um I, I guess more about the organization and the main villain. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad uh you said that too about the confusion over uh the continuity at times. Cause again, that's the fun about this podcast. I think for a lot of us, whenever we're watching a show and we don't pick up something, you're like is it because I'm dumb or I wasn't paying attention? And then you talk with it with someone else who also is equally confused. And you're like, okay, that's a failure on the show. Uh, not that the show is bad or anything, but like a lot of media, it could be improved or uh, things could be made more clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have noticed as time goes on, like in the, like more around like episode nine and things like that, um, it is getting a little bit better. So I'm wondering if it was just kind of like a rush for the first kind of set of episodes but honestly like this is probably one of the better mystery ones that i've watched um so i'm i'm very excited to see where it goes i'm definitely going to be keeping up to date on this one for sure absolutely i'm definitely going to keep up uh with the anime uh we'll see where i go with the manga because again um i remember with chainsaw man when when i finished chainsaw man uh the anime i <laughs> i read the entire uh manga past the point of the anime in one go i read that in about like three hours Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I was like, well, fuck, now I got to wait uh, five years for some of these amazing revelations to happen. Uh, so now I'm just, you know, uh, we're, we are going to eventually do a Chainsaw Man spoiler cast uh, for the manga. But right now I'm still just sitting on sitting on spoilers with all my friends. I'm like, bro, you have no <laughs> you have no idea what's going to happen. And uh, I'm sure if you read uh, further volumes of My Home Hero, you'll feel the same way for that, too. Yeah, I'm actually debating because it's like I I want to know so badly and it's not often that I go to the manga because um, I kind of want to get it from the animation kind of media first. Um, I've just always been an anime watcher, but this one is is really, really tempting for me to go to the manga and read ahead. Awesome. Um, yeah, I guess that ends it. Good talk on My Home Hero. Rachel, where can people find you? Um, there's a few places. So first my Twitter, of course. So Rachel on Dang VO. Um, I also have a website for my voice acting for Rachel on Dang And um, last but not least, I've kind of started streaming some games. Um, so that's at twitch.tv slash chameleon VT, where I'm kind of like a, a little chameleon character kind of just practicing voice acting. Fantastic. As always, you can find me at, uh, Jack is Jack on Instagram, only real Jack M on Twitter. Find uh, at is this anime pod on Instagram. Also Twitter, but again, we're far more active on Instagram. Uh, Twitter, again, just a weird platform. Um, it's nice to scroll, but uh, certainly the current owner of Twitter is making it harder and harder to use properly. Yeah, I found the same thing, too. <laughs> you know, there, there's features he's put in like community notes where I'm like, oh, hey, that's like actually a good idea. And then there's other things where like um, the for you and the following tab where it's like a weird company run run by a weird guy who is only going to get weirder and weirder. 
as the the decades we're going to have with him uh, continue. That's that's the terrifying thing that we're going to have like a good 40 years left of Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, at least with Trump, he's like 80. He's going to die within about, you know, definitely within 15 years. Um, you know, maybe, you know, knock on wood, maybe he'll die earlier. But yeah, you see a person like Elon Musk or even like, you know, Kanye West. And it's like, oh, God, we're just going to have to put up with them just forever. Really? Yeah, it could be <laughs> quite difficult. Well, maybe he'll get us to space at least. Who knows? Uh, anyways, uh, that's how we're leaving our episode off with an Elon Musk uh, detour. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you. Hopefully I can get a guest for next week. Uh, obviously, this podcast uh, publishing schedule has been a bit more inconsistent, but you, dear listeners, seem to be turning into the backlog. So that's all good. So once again, uh, thank you, Rachel, for coming on. Uh, take it easy. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I, I would definitely love coming back anytime. <laughs>